What's up, everyone? Welcome to a bonus episode of It's Super Effective. Uh, we are here to talk about the state of Pokemon Unite, at least as of the end of March oh, 2023. <laughs> you picked a heck of a time. For months on the podcast, my 17-hour rant, and it's here now, strapping everybody. Well, I'm, I'm limiting you to an hour, not 17. I have Greg here. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. The, the Pokemon Unite player of the podcast. I have uh, also a special guest, Zoinks, here. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I too play, but I guess not a regular, so I can't be the aforementioned player of the podcast. But, uh, but you are the world's commentator. That's that's, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I commentate for Pokemon Unite. I did the World's Broadcast last year. I'm going to do some more events this year and uh I do still like the game. So maybe I'll be the <laughs> maybe I'll be the positive angle on I this mean, podcast. We'll see. I like much of the game. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I haven't played the game in about a month, but mostly cuz okay. Scarlet and Violet stuff sure raid events take a lot of time but when i do play it i like it um although i didn't love the new map but really there's there's oh boy <laughs> interesting i liked the new map a lot, i like the new time. map i don't like the rayquaza changes i liked ray right. the way it was before mm -hmm. they made it zapdos to electric boogaloo yeah maybe worse zapdos i don't know it's hard to tell <laughs> it's hard to tell it is hard to tell if it's better, a worse better. zapdos mm-hmm I think it. The, I think it feels worse because you think you have a shot of breaking that bubble and you don't. You just. You just don't. You just don't. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting too because, okay, for Steve, I don't know, how, but uh, people <laughs> we're, have, uh, it. we're deep in it outside. Uh, the rate changes have been like again and again, patch after patch. They haven't been in a while, but when the map first dropped, they basically were like, "All right, no one's paying attention to Rayquaza. We need to amp this thing up." Um, but the shields that it provides you is what gives you the attack damage buff and your score speed buff. So. But they've also been introducing a lot of new Pokemon into the game that hit below shields quite often to yeah. like try to counter that. Or maybe yeah. that's why it was a shield in the first place. I don't know. But like Tyranitar, Urshifu, technically Charizard once upon a time did that, but no longer. So um, I don't know why. But anyway, so it seems like they're trying to balance on their own in some weird back end style of thing. I mean, I it was funny working. because they... People started to ignore Ray because the rest of the game was once again important. Right. So they only <laughs> ignored Ray if you were playing a good game throughout the game. And then mm. when they made the changes to basically make shields instant score still give you a 50% or whatever huge buff against other Pokemon on the other team, then it once again became uh, the eight minutes up until Ray don't matter. It's once again a big fight at Ray. And it only matters, the rest of the game only matters how fast you can level up. Like, right. it is just a race to try to get to 15. To try to get Zashi into 15. Let's be honest, it's a race to get Zashi into 15, <laughs> and nobody else matters right now in that game. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there's a lot of, like, mechanical things, and there's a lot of constant updates. But I think, I think we could start off talking about, like, recent characters. Um, so okay. we, we have we have Gudra, we have Zashian, yep. we have Kumfei, we have Dragapult, yep. we have Urshifu, Sableye, and that pretty much takes us all the way back to about October. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So when Scarlet and Violet came out, <laughs> or November, but you know a lot of people might have might have stepped away from the game, like myself, because of other games. Do we think that these? I mean, this is a rhetorical question. I know the answer. I was going to say, do we think that these new characters are good enough to bring? People like myself or other people listening to the podcast back, but it sounds like um, Zashian alone makes that answer a no. So unless you like Zashian, then maybe that's a yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough to answer because like Sableye broke the game in ways that nobody expected to break the game. Hmm. And they got rid of its instant invisibility, which I think nerfed Sableye into oblivion right like you just don't see Sableye played that much anymore hmm. because if you're going to pick a support you want a healer and Sableye was often the secondary support because it was a scouter it could go get in get out invisible and, and the invisibility is kind of what broke the game um, and so when they nerfed that now everybody runs knockoff and knockoff has some 
crowd control capabilities and can sometimes stop overpower Pokemon like Zacian mm-hmm. um, from dominating the game. But I think like there's a lot of Sable I hate that is like, well, just wait, because worse <laughs> things are coming. <laughs> That's true. I yeah, I wonder how much because every now and then, let's be honest, there's a Pokemon that get adds to the game where the overreaction from the community yes. is too much. I'm not saying yeah. that's to every Pokemon. I certainly don't it think It's certainly but, not. No, but Sableye may be one that got uh, a bit of an overreaction for the time that it was out. The nerfs were necessary. I think it's one of those Pokemon, though, that requires a lot of coordination from an entire yeah. team to make work. Yeah. And so a solo queue or even duo or trio stacks, you're not going to see a Sableye succeed very often because there's a lot of things that uh, a Sableye just can't complete without having full team coordination. So yeah. uh, definitely it's yeah. a fun Pokemon to play. It's uh, it's one of the only Pokemon that can provide wards, which I yeah. always thought was really cool. But it's such a small map and Unite, it's not as impactful which is a bit of a bummer but i i think the pokemon is a cool design frustrating to play against for sure but i mean it's a moba there's always gonna be yeah. <laughs> there's always gonna be yeah. a frustrating character that some people are really good at you just are gonna have a tough time but it's fun for yeah. that player so and I, I think i mean i do think when table i was first released like it, it it could dominate it could just be anywhere yeah. at any time that's true. And and it's it's stun capabilities. It's uh, immediately hit stun and then immediately disappear was difficult to deal with. Um, yes. So I kind of get the hate. I do think it was overblown on some level because it did require you to be a very good player to pull off Sableye. That's so true. competitive people were like, this is the worst thing that ever happened. But everybody else is like, I can barely get this to work. I don't understand <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. And I think. The problem we had with Urshifu is one build was so much better than the other when it was released. Was that the water one or the dark one? Dark one was dominant. Like you could like (laughs) dark build was point an arrow and murder everything for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And its unite move just made that button even better. Even better. (laughs) Like I knew people who are like, I've come back to play Urshifu and I'm already flying through the ranks because it's oh, yeah. so easy to <laughs> so, play. Or Urshifu kind of the opposite of Sableye. If you're solo queuing, Urshifu's the, oh, yeah. the go-to. Urshifu still is kind of a good go-to to go for yes. for solo play because it's not it's not a complicated Pokemon to play. It is really like point, hit the buttons, <laughs> just keep hitting things, and a, a lot of things will die. Um, it's just it's a lot harder for it to completely dominate, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the changes that I think that brought it back into <laughs> reality a little bit, the changes they made, I mean, they reduced a lot of just the general stats on the Dark Build. Like, when yeah. you used Wicked Blow before, when you had Wicked Blow Plus, you were taking 60% less damage while charging it, which is... Yeah. And you were unstoppable, and it cleaved, so it hit any target that was within the orange, not just yeah. one. It's like, so it's just better than Lucario's power of punch in every way imaginable. <laughs> um, which is really so they toned down those, but they also the Unite move Urshifu has two Unite moves, one for Blue Bear, one for one for Black Bear. And when you use the Unite, it used to knock up everybody in an area of effect into yeah. the air. Now it can only target one, which seems way more similar to what yeah. they intended and how the design of single strike Urshifu and everything's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah. But before you literally, if yeah. they were grouped up, you would yeah. just hit all you four would just of hit them every, in the every, Everybody sailed. You're like, what yep. is going on? Um, I think Dragapult, was the most balanced one they've released. Mm-hmm. It didn't like I'm in the camp that when a new release comes out, it should feel slightly overpowered to make it like a, a draw. Like yeah. I agree that that's well, a design they, they, they want to sell characters too, right? right. <laughs> and I don't think that was the case with Dragapult. I think Dragapult came in slotted exactly where it needed to be, and not much ever has really changed about Dragapult. Yep. So I think a lot of people just felt underwhelmed. By Dragapult, simply because it came in correct. (laughs) That's true. I think when you're introducing new Pokemon, I think they sort of have two angles. I mean, you can bring it in really powerful and they can dominate games and that's one appeal. The other appeal they try to go for sometimes that I feel comes a little bit less is they try to bring in a brand new mechanic. 
Right. So Sableye was the invisibility. I yeah. think with Dragapult, they tried to bring in the idea of your Unite move is like on a cooldown now. You right. have two of them and you can constantly use your Unite move and Dreep and Destroy or whatever it was. But it was underwhelming, which yeah. is unfortunate. Well, and it's so, also like yeah. Zorark's illusion is very underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody really falls for it. Like it doesn't <laughs> do much. It's like when it changes into... Like when people I've seen them come running in as like a Bunnelby and you're like, well, I know you're not a Bunnelby because Bunnelby doesn't. I mean, do, do, do you that. think that's more so like high level play? People keeping track of the map, people keeping track of the characters, people paying attention to like unite. Like I played the game for what, like six months before I realized the little yellow dots on the very top show your part, your teammate has their unite move. Like I didn't notice that right away, but I, I'd be curious if like. I casual think, play people are getting tricked by Zorar. I think the problem is is that your your auto attacks often target are designed to target the enemy. So when something's running in and you're just auto attacking, you will just hit it. And you're like, yeah. "Well, why am I attacking?" Oh wait, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It has the one benefit around it of that when you use illusion uh for a like i think it's like a half a second basically one or two frames you have invincibility when yeah. you are, are like changing so yeah. really really good players can can try to time that and use that to dodge an ability or something like that it, it's tough to pull yeah. up the one negative it has is when you use that illusion if comfey is riding you it gets dropped off and so yep. I've seen a yep. lot of times they yeah, go yeah. Fey, like supporting a Zorark. They jump into the enemy backline, try to use illusion to dodge an attack, and all of a sudden, poor Comfey is just Comfey left is up the river in the wind. <laughs> alone in the middle of enemies. It's yeah. a it's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, I uh, mean Comfey came in came in bad. Let's just yeah. Well, so everyone honest. thought Comfey was going to come in incredibly overpowered and yeah. ruining the game, but it, it seems like it it didn't do that. It didn't do that until they buffed it. Yet. And now it has. (laughs) So Comfey came in weak because it was bad on the playtest. And so they really came in like, we know this is a controversial character in League and we're going to really step away from it. And it came in and people were like, it's bad. So then they buffed it and it's like, okay, this felt good until Zacian and to some level Gudra came in because Comfey's role now is to take the thing that's broken and make it more broken <laughs> yes mm-hmm. so it will attach to things and you're like well not only is Zacian and gudra next to impossible to kill the thing that's around it i can't even target and that thing is just keeping them alive so i can't kill the thing and i can't kill the other thing but comfey mm-hmm. probably suffers the same thing as sableye does which is probably useless in solo queue yeah <laughs> yes other than unless you have a zation unless you have a zation or a gudra then you don't need to do anything no then you just click one button and you're yeah. set and you're set <laughs> you just the problem is is if you can in a duo queue like if you can do like confei like i'm gonna play zashin and you'll play confei and we the confei player never has to do a thing okay they so you're telling me the easiest way to climb to master rank i get one other person Yep. They they pick Comfey, I pick yeah. Zashian or Gudra, yeah. and we we get in Ws. Yeah, you're making it too hard. You're you making need it. two switches, two Nintendo yeah. switches, two and Nintendo two Pokemon switches. Unite accounts, <laughs> one instance one. of OBS, and you're set. <laughs> you just have to hit one button. Uh, I mean, Comfey is interesting, and I think it's a good idea. I I just think. They need to make it more complicated because once mm. you are attached, it's pretty much one button and you don't ever have to worry about scoring with Comfey. Like, you don't really. Like, yeah. And since XP share is a thing, you don't really also have to worry about it leveling that right. much. I just think, like, there are master players who are really good at bouncing Comfey off and bouncing out and really doing some incredible things. Like, Comfey can be devastating on its own if you really want to bounce. The problem is you don't have to do that. You can get on and just hit your one button and then heal. Be like, I just heal him. And now I'm building up my flowers. And now I'm going to heal. <laughs> I think these last three are 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 the problems that we've run into. Like, Gudra is really, really good. I don't think it's overpowered. I think it's super hard to kill. Yeah. Which is kind of the design of Isn't it. Isn't that like the design it, of Defender? 
Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like no other defender, however, is that Healy, I don't think. Yeah, that is true. I, I actually I think the Gudras were the best design they've done in a while, yeah. just in terms of at release. Like yeah. I feel similar to Dragapult. It doesn't feel like you can win entire games just by picking yeah, this Pokemon, but it seems like if you are good at the playstyle that Gudra is trying to push, you'll be all right. However, if you are like just learning Gudra, it can feel challenging. Like yeah. it is really tough to get you knocked out, but likewise in trying to get kills yourself like right it could be like really Gudra, challenging to do that so gudra is a pure defender in that it 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 doesn't do a ton of it doesn't really seem to do a ton of damage yet no. but it is hard to kill so it can just sit on a goal and interrupt you so the opposite of when lot. blastoise was introduced because blastoise yeah. came in as like yes. oh you're a great attacker even though it <laughs> yeah. says defender and you're paper thin yeah you are yeah, that's paper, still kind of the thing. case for blastoise too i mean you're yeah. uh, in like the in coordinated play or whatever often just the top path is considered a is considered a role often you'll just put one pokemon there uh usually a pokemon that wants to stack like via attack weight aos cookie or special attack specs and blastoise loves special attack specs <laughs> so mm-hmm. oftentimes blastoise will find itself in the top path and spin stoices like to refer to it oh are we are we are we still in the one on top three on the bottom meta no Uh, we have flipped to two one two again yeah um but uh yeah we haven't had one one three in a bit but we haven't had i think because there's still the leveling across the board is so important again Mm -hmm. so if you have three in the bottom there's just not enough xp down there to to like somebody is going to suffer down there so you need to be eating up as much experience as you can which means you cannot leave wild pokemon uncontested up top you just you just can't because leveling is king again um which is frustrating that people don't once again the problem is that people don't come down to the xp giver at the bottom which is the yeah. reggie because it doesn't matter which reggie it is the xp boost is what you need down there People are still in the mindset that scoring is the most important, and it's not because of Rayquaza at the end. Yeah, I don't know who told the masses that Regieleki was it, because <laughs> I don't know. Well, Regieleki it, was it for about a week. It, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was like, I guess, yes, it is nice to have, but only if you can break like two goal zones in that lane, like right. which is a tough thing to do for and, like just random pickup teams at the same time. And it was just, oh yeah, your solo queue games as soon as everyone's pinging to gather up there, and then if you don't go up there, then they get really mad yeah. and start pinging you the whole game because yeah, you didn't the, show up to Regilecki? That's just... The 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 thanks do. pingers are <laughs> some of the worst people in that game. Yeah. Yeah, top of the list for sure. They finally changed it, though. When you mute people, you actually mute their pings as well, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, okay. you, that used to not be in the game. Yeah, yeah, you used yeah. to just mute their like voice communication if they, if they had that turned on on a mobile or something like that. But now it actually mutes their ping. So One of the best yeah. features they've added. Yes, <laughs> it's been great. Okay, so Zashian showed up uh, around mm-hmm. Pokemon Day uh and of course came in overpowered like a lot of pokemon come in overpowered came in overpowered and incredibly bugged we can't forget <laughs> that it showed up there, there was a bug yes horrifically uh, bugged when i heard people talking about zashian being overpowered i personally wasn't surprised as somebody who played vgc and uh, i remember building a team for vgc going into the final season and my coach uh joe ux9 uh he was like all right uh, how do you feel about Zashian? And I was like, ah, I'm not a big fan of Zashian. And he was like, what are, what are your, what are your, what are your complaints? And I was like, ah, I'm not sure. I don't really like the substitute. And he's like, okay, we don't have to run substitute. And I was like, okay, well, he's like, you don't have any other reasons. And I was like, no, I guess that was kind of it. And he was like, well, do you want to win? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, we're going to use Zashian because like, why would you not? Like it, it's just so, it was just so dominant in the VGC scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've grown to like Zashin a lot because I was kind of forced to use it, but this this seemed a bit different in Unite, probably because of the bug. Yeah. They fixed. They did. I think the bug where it ignored 100% of everybody's defenses, so it could just stand in the middle of five people and kill them all, uh, was like, 
This is why you should have put it on the playtest instead of kept it a secret. Because we gotta found it. But the the weird choice that they made with Zashian's stats mm-hmm. made it you just had to question like it's 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 better at every role than every other Pokemon who is assigned to their specific role. Like the only thing it's not better at is being a supporter. Yeah. Yeah. It has better defenses than most defenders. It has better attack than most attackers. It has better. It's, it is to say it's overpowered in a way like, Oh, it's just OP doesn't do justice to how deliberately they designed those stats to be obnoxious right i think the ones were you referred to the screenshot that was going around of zashin stats was the level one zashin stats are greninjas at level seven they're yeah. almost identical yeah <laughs> you can say the <laughs> hp attack value like all defenses all of it which greninja will outscale zashin at like 13 12 and up sort of at that level because yeah. yes it's a three evolution pokemon it's kind of how they're designed they're going to scale the single evolution but i mean zashin stats also go up <laughs> throughout the game like it is it is a little wild and when you yeah when we say that it's good at every role it's not even just statistics like the move set that it has is yeah. kind of allows it to circumvent any weakness you would think of of an all-arounder like agility is the most frequently picked move you have like three uses of it you could speed boost to basically the other side of any engagement you're on so range isn't something you're worried about uh sacred swords area of effect that it damages is absurdly high the stun lasts forever so you're providing the same amount of crowd control as like a snorlax heavy slam the damage is so high too like there's just the Swiss Army knife that Zashin is is way too much. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it does too many things really well, which going forward is a big concern for me because if we're gonna tune this thing just by numbers, like they need to tarnish this Pokemon. They need to destroy it by numbers yeah. because everything else is also so good about this Pokemon. Now I don't mind if it's a good Pokemon, and if it can be that jack of all trades, I just want it to be a master of not something. That's all. Right. And, like, I know that they thought like, you have to power it up by spending AOS energy, mm-hmm. which you can tell a person who is new to Zashian does not understand that because you're like, why is this Zashian hitting me for literally nothing? Right. What are you not doing? Because they don't understand that mechanic. And I think they believed that that would be enough to counter it but the problem is is that it powers up and when it kills everybody it just goes around and picks up the as energy that it just (laughs) spent so it's like you just murdered everybody for a cost but you've made up that cost almost immediately because you killed five things around you money moves and since leveling and not scoring is more important it will sit at 30 40 50 because it's trying to level as fast as possible to become unstoppable. I, I mean, I could see the risk of you pay a cost to hopefully get it back or you pay a cost and you lost and you lost everything. I, I could see that balance. It just doesn't seem to pan out. It's here. just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It. I just don't know if we can push or pull that metric enough to balance this Pokemon. Like, even if it's you use this and it uses all of your AOS energy, no matter what. Like, uh, I don't know. That's still. Yeah. I don't even know if that would really bring it into uh into balance with this Pokemon. I'm not sure. I remember when Mew came out. I felt. Mm-hmm. I did feel cheated, like playing against Mew and Mew being so strong right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, is that similar to Zashian or is Zashian just uh, exaggerated I mean, even more? Mew, Mew was bad, but you could take out a Mew. Yeah. Like you could you could get up onto a Mew and be like, I am now because Mew could destroy you at range, but got weaker when you got close. Yeah. And it did have absurdly high defenses for being a ranged attacker. It's it like, did. Come on. <laughs> but yes, it, that was a good way to counter. Also, Mew got hurt by a lot of the map changes they implemented on uh, on the map in Thea. They removed a lot of just the 
kind of small camps of wild Pokemon. They mm-hmm. had especially in Top Path. And Mew's mechanics with Solar Beam is that the cooldown resets get lower the more targets it hit. And so you were basically just <laughs> spamming a few in a row because you were always hitting some wild Pokemon as well. So there was just like a lot of chances for Mew to play around the new map. Yeah, now that they've was, toned it down a bit, it helps. Yeah, it was particularly bad when there was a three up top because Mew yeah. would just go up there and hit those three with Solar Beam. And it's like, I just recharge. Uh, and so when they fixed that, it, it fixed Mew. I mean, Mew was OP, but it was not. I, I don't think people were that upset about Mew being overpowered as they are with Zacian. Mm. Yeah. And then we have Gudra, which just came out like a yep. week ago. Mm-hmm. Almost available for coins. Finally, past, past our gem locked in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I think I think Gudra's pretty great. It is one of our first. Um, hook pokemon which is a very love it or hate it style mechanic in a lot of moba games it's pretty tame in terms of other games of how this hook works but i guess ghastly technically has lick but uh power whip on gudra is a really fun move to play Mm -hmm. around you grab weaker targets pull them back in hope you didn't grab zation because (laughs) you've just doomed your team Uh, (laughs) but it is uh it is a fun pokemon to play around I i think gudra's in a solid spot it's um the new held item, I think, is what makes this Pokemon actually feel a little on the strong side because of the spoon. The new slick spoon, yeah, the new spoon. item they gave is crazy good for special attackers. It is, uh, yeah, it is doing really well for a lot of them, and Gudra's one of them that is uh, benefiting a lot from that new item. So the new uh, slick spoon item is the new spoon, yes. uh, and it. Uh... It has the ability that a damage dealt by special attack will ignore a certain percentage of the enemy's special defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of the it's one of the ways I think they were like, well, let's maybe get past the bubble thing at the end. And this item helps. I don't think it does enough, yeah. but it is on on special attackers. It it really does. It really helped push special attackers up. Um, I think it's what helps uh, Slowpoke be better. <laughs> what was the other new yeah. item? The Drain Crone? Drain uh, Crone and Rapid Hood. Fire Scar. Oh, Rescue yeah. I'm missing Rescue Hood. Rescue Hood. Yeah, Rescue Hood. Rescue Hood is very situational. And I don't know who exactly it's good for other than Kofei. <laughs> Yeah, I've kind of heard that it's only Comfey, and even then, a lot of people are saying that it's not even that good on Comfey, but... So yeah. the weird thing about Rescue Hood is that it increased, it increased recovery from shields, but it doesn't... It seems to only help allies and not the, the shield maker, so mm. people who, ha- who make their own shields aren't benefited from it, and there's not many Pokemon that put up shields like Eldegoss. Like you would think Zarina has the ability to put shields on herself. So this would be really good, but it doesn't work. Eldegoss, a very specific, if you use the one build, gets some benefit from it. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm a shield Eldegoss and I don't use it because yeah. I don't want to give up Rapid Scarf. Yeah. Eldegoss is one of the best A button pressers in the game. So you just you want to have as much auto attack speed as yeah. you possibly can on that Pokemon. And yeah, you're giving and up you a need spot ex- to... XP share and you need the mobility of Floatstone, really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you like Floater Muscle, but either. Yeah. One or... So like. Eldegoss, which is what I mean, I don't I, I, I don't see it being a big enough shield boost to make it worth to give up the other things I need Eldegoss to do. Yeah. 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 That item definitely didn't feel as good. Now there, there were some other ones you mentioned like drain crown. That one unfortunately feels not very good outside no. of like maybe a niche or two case, but yeah. Rapid fire scarf. On the other hand, that item is unbelievably good and a oh, lot of fun. Great. It's I think it might be one of my fantastic. favorite instructions they've done. Yeah. Dragapult works really well on it. If you like going pew pew, it is the best item in the game. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Does that so, work on Cramorant, even though he's busted now? Yeah, no, it's yeah. pretty good on Cramorant, actually, yeah. It's great on Cramorant. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so Grain Town, Drain Crown healed you based off of your attack, but mm-hmm. healing yourself is not that worth it. It just doesn't, you don't ever heal yourself enough 
to make up like if you're in a one one on one, it's just not going to do anything. The thing I don't about think it even works on and it doesn't heal you off of shields, right? No, if you do damage to shields, yeah. it doesn't heal you. It doesn't which is a lot of time. So, yeah, it's a bad spot. Uh, rapid fire scarf is interesting in that it increases your basic attack speed after you've completed three basic attacks. So why it's so good on Eldegoss is Eldegoss has a slowing, that slowing ability. So you can slow them and then you suddenly are just firing a lot of attacks after. And it is it is a way to sort of scare things off or slow something down and set them up to be taken down. So mm-hmm. people who do a lot of basic attacks really, really, really benefit from Rapid Scarf. And it's a very good item in that way. Um, and it's they cool added the it, oh, little sorry, yeah. symbols at the bottom so you can see when your rapid scarf is on cooldown. <laughs> and attack weight. You can actually see yeah. your stacks now, which is nice. Um, it's actually opened up a cool strategy in the in the competitive metagame as well, where you can actually put your Eldegoss into the top hat, and you will give your Eldegoss the red buff to start off the game and allow your jungler to go take whatever else. But if you have red buff, which slows the enemies with your boosted auto attacks and Eldegoss's passive of slowing the enemies, like they are like walking through molasses when they're trying to run away from this tiny little flower that yeah. just <laughs> fires like Eldegoss. crazy. It is, it is wild. It is a really, really good Pokemon right now. I love Eldegoss so much. Yeah. Pokemon aside, busted or not. I mean, there, there, there's new items. There's still the, uh, metal mechanic is that what we're calling the emblems emblem mechanic uh is this is this overwhelming for somebody who stepped away from the game for a couple months probably (laughs) i mean there are quite a few things but yeah i think it get so i i think it depends on what they're trying to do when they enter most of the modes don't emblems and items don't make that big of a difference because you're playing with a bunch of other people who also don't know anything about that like standard matches are pure chaos like it's just you have no idea what's going on no idea what's going through i think it is i think it can be very overwhelming for somebody like i want to get into ranked and now i have to understand a bunch of systems they do help for held items they do help that you can go in to the pokemon and say give me suggestions and it will say here's what the top people are doing just put those on and emblems give an edge but i don't think well there was a point make... with like cramorant specifically where it was like all black and then yeah red and then it was like cramorant was like super busted mm-hmm. because because black emblems were super busted yeah like they if, toned if, them down a bit but... they toned them down quite a bit i i think emblems are in a, in a, in a place where if you don't know anything about them you can rank pretty high. You can still probably get to veteran and maybe even touch ultra without ever using emblems. But if you want to move past, you need to start understanding that system. And I think that's equivalent to you can do pretty good in VGCs, but you're going to eventually need to learn about IVs and EVs. You're going sure, to need sure, to sure. learn how to make this better. That's true. Emblems have the benefit, too, of they provide a lot of kind of minute stat bonuses inherently, but also like the colors are by far uh, the more important aspect of the emblem. So that system is easy to understand and work with. It's just, they do have the negative of there's a lot of information thrown at you when you're just yeah. looking at the layout yeah. and, oh, help you if you're playing on Switch trying to assign <laughs> emblems and, <laughs> and get that on the wheel. Mobile That's players. That's what I do. Yeah. It's, it's- awful it's so bad but i only play on switch because i refuse to play on mobile there you go yeah but it's um it's a lot of information to understand but i think rick i think you're right like there takes some some information that you need to learn elsewhere to try to get better and actually use those systems correctly but i feel like i would play on my ipad if i could hook a controller up to it but they still don't allow that play on my ipad if i could do a controller right they they still don't allow that not that i've seen i've seen yeah yeah, which is weird. <laughs> it's yeah, blockers. I don't know. Yeah, like blue stacks with the controllers here only. I'm not recommending it. Uh, but <laughs> I think that's one of the only options. But but I I think of the games that I play, Unite does explain a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. 
up front. It does do a bunch of explaining and it does give you helpful things. The problem is, is they've never fixed the lagginess in their menus. (laughs) And often you will crash in their menus. So that can be super frustrating when you're trying to learn something. You're like, oh, and my game shut. Okay, cool. I don't think we're the laggiest Pokemon game on the market right now, no. <laughs> which is pretty exciting. I'm, I'm thriving with that, so I am happy about that. But I mean, once you're in a match, it is pretty smooth. Once you're in a match, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really, yeah, really, really interesting. I mean, the only problems that people have had is ping, but they've tried to correct that with like their rank systems and the queue times and things like that, but... That's also a pretty big complaint. Yeah. Recently, they they changed up the ladder so that there is well, not even ladder, but they changed up how you queue. You can queue up as a one, two, three player stack, or you can queue up as a five stack. I saw which, that. That was that was in yeah. itself like, oh, that seems great. Like that seems like it a was good a great step but, forward. I mean, it was the way it was before. They just didn't tell you, <laughs> right? Because exactly. you could never do rank as four. You're like, well, why can't I do this? And there was nothing in the game well, that it explained did, it. It always so they, feel like if you five stacked and you weren't on comms, you were at a disadvantage. Yeah, it's still that way. Right. But yeah, like, at least they're like recently... verbally telling you now, or not <laughs> visually telling you now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The problem recently is, uh, especially in the higher ranks, like people who are like closer to 2000 on Master and stuff like that, is when even if you are duoing or trioing, you will often get paired against five stacks. It, it seems like the game is prioritizing faster queue times. Um, instead of waiting they to get you in a balance match, and it's have fast. really done something terrible with the matchmaking. Yeah, since Pokemon Day, and it, it's hard to Zashian Day. Yeah, since 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 Z Day. Yeah, we're now um, thirty days from the Zashian apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> the thing is, is that matchmaking they got more transparent about it, but somehow it feels a lot worse because we don't understand how they're how once they don't find a good match in the first 30 seconds it doesn't seem like they're incrementing it out it just seems like they open the floodgates and you're matched with anybody that they can find which and it also seems that they are somewhat prioritizing that if you're super super good and there's somebody struggling that they're going to try to match you with the struggling person in hopes that you can carry that person um which is can be a very very frustrating experience mm-hmm. um and so it it's hard to say what's going on with the matchmaking right now, other than it everybody started as universe says it's bad again. It was good for a little while and now it's like I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. When, yeah, the season previous Zashin, honestly, I think a lot of people's sentiments were it was one of the best seasons the yeah. games had. Like it yeah, felt it was. really good, felt good to play solo, felt good to play in stacks, Pokemon balance. There was really strong Pokemon, but it felt like there were multiple options out of the very strong Pokemon. So it felt like you could flex around a little bit. I don't know. It was really good. And everything changed when Zashin attacked. Yeah, everything happened with the Z day. When, when when you both play, are you exclusively playing in groups or like uh, I, no one's online, so I'm gonna solo queue this? I fifty fifty solo in groups. If, if people in the ISE group are on and we will match up, then I'll play with them and be like, let's do. But duos right now are a lot. The games are a lot worse than solo queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I exclusively solo queue pretty much. I I have friends that can play, but I, I I get in my head about that. I don't want to be the reason we lose. I don't want to make the sure, <laughs> my friends yeah. lose their games because I didn't play well. So I'll honestly mostly play solo queue, especially until like I'm in masters and stuff like that. And then I'll start stacking up with people and things like that. And uh, that I've got to that point, approve it to myself. But <laughs> for the most part, I'll just play solo. And honestly, this seems like the season two just solo queue. Yeah, so unfortunately. I, I'm, I'm honestly having an okay time with it. I'm, I am enjoying the game. When you see Zosh and Comfey on the other side, you roll your eyes a little bit. But oh, one thing we haven't talked about change wise in the game UI is that you can now see your teammates' items in, yeah. uh, in the oh. loading screen, which is the most definition of a blessing and a curse i've ever seen in a video game (laughs) it's amazing you see your friends you see your teammates are stacking you can try to make room for them to stack at the early game but you also see so many leftovers and rocky helmets it's wild (laughs) 
I mean, it's good to see like, okay, you're coming down lane and you're a stacker. Cool. I need to be aware of that. And then I have some clue why you are running away from me as your healer. Like (laughs) at Mach 12, I'm like, where are you going? (laughs) Going back to like the the solo queue thing, I think this is an exclusive to Pokemon Unite. I think it's exclusive to most competitive games of um, like, I don't want to group up because I don't want to let my friends down. Or I don't want I don't want to be the cause of us losing. Um, but I think there's on the other side of things like I don't want to group up and just be carried. And like, I'm only here because I'm Oh, well, maybe some people are like, I don't care. Carry me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I remember the first two seasons of Unite where I made it to master rank and I solo queued the whole way just because I didn't want anyone to be like, well, you're only in master rank because somebody carried you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's See, like that's that's a lot of thoughts that strangers have about me that I don't, I don't <laughs> care, like. I don't care what you think about me. I got to master's rank. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like the idea that that you can do nothing and be horrible at that game and somehow still be carried to masters does not match how that game plays. Like if. If you yeah, have if, somebody, if you have who, an inactive player. It's it well, feels like impossible have, to win. If you have, and this has happened multiple times, where at Rayquaza we still have a Charmeleon, and they have not somehow managed <laughs> to get to Charizard. You are maybe, not. Maybe, maybe they introduced an Everstone, and you just didn't have access to it. <laughs> they, I didn't know they had an Eviolite. That's yeah, why. I was hoping like, it'd be Eviolite. Yeah. If you are really bad and cannot pull your weight, you will not. You will be on a losing streak, and you will get into bot matches, yeah. and you will also lose the bot match. Right? Like you do have to be somewhat competent i don't know sometimes bot matches there. are unfair <laughs> yeah i mean boy right bot matches are when really you, wild. i feel like losing a bot match is like i'm closing the game now yeah it's oh, end stream yeah. you turn that off yeah. like, there's no recovery I mean, from that one <laughs> i am once i realize i'm in a bot match i will switch to sarina because i just know i just need to run around and get up to level 15 to have a shot at winning yes. this yeah, you're playing team deathmatch instead of a game of United <laughs> yeah. at that point in time yeah. when you're when you're in a pop match. That's true. But like like I will play I mean, I like playing with people simply because I like also to be like, did you notice that as well? Was it me? Were they just not coming down to fights? Like I can have another set of eyes to be like, what did you see happening there? Mm-hmm. Like, was it me or did you never see Lucario show up for a team fight ever? And it's like, no, they just were, I don't know what they were doing. They were doing Reggie yeah, That's yeah. what the internet said. <laughs> so like, I like playing with other people, but I also like, if I don't have other people to play with, I'm like, I don't have a problem being solo queue. I think both have strong benefits. And I think, I think it is somewhat easy again to be like, it's like the thing is like, where you don't take stock of your own playing to be like, well, all my other players were bad. I think that's a very easy mindset to get in when you're playing solo queue mm-hmm. to be like, well, it's everybody else's problem that I lost there. I, I think that is fairly easy to say. Yeah. And sometimes it's true. Like I played as best as I could. I got to level 15 and everybody else was at level 10. Like I didn't have a shot at winning that. Um, but I think, when you play with other people who also, you know, like we all have the same idea, like we all know we have to rotate down and that doesn't happen with everybody else. You have feedback there to be like, I was playing the best game that I could and I was let down or I was never where I needed to be. Like, I'll be honest. I was over here. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I was back capping. I, who knows what I was doing, but yeah, I was bad. Um, yeah, I, I totally understand that. And and I said I do play like primarily solo queue for those reasons, but on the flip side, I've played in plenty of five stacks as well, and that is easily the most fun you can have in the game. Is is when you have a five stack that you're playing with and you're having a good time like uh with those five of your friends or whatever it is, like the coordination that you can have, you win or lose that the game will feel so much more exciting. And th- that's what the game is designed. That's what yeah. the genre is designed to do as a game, right? It's supposed to be, you know, work at your own individual things and then you can come together and have big team fights, try to have 
big coordination, things like that. It it is a game that excels in that way. But a lot mm-hmm. of those competitive games do that when they when they stack up to five. It's it's a very different game when you're playing solo queue or five stack. But I do think the fun is definitely in the area of five stacks. Yeah, if you're, especially if you're all on comms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not That's all true. on comms, it's not as great. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, if you're five seconds and not in comms, I don't really know why the decision was made to do that. But hey, if you're if you're doing it, just I guess use the ping system as much as you can. So Zoinks for you, uh, you know, you you did a lot of commentary. You still do commentary. Uh, yep. I think commentating the world championship is is an honor and so absolutely cool. Um, you know, how if you were asked to commentate this upcoming worlds in in japan mm-hmm. like are you as excited as you would have been back in august or is is that because of the changes to the game oh i'd be way more excited i've actually okay i've talked about this a few times on, on a, a couple of podcasts or streamers channels but we're in a weird spot in the competitive side of things because i think the competitive meta is amazing right now i i genuinely think the game at a competitive level is so exciting one sashin's banned still uh not allowed <laughs> in the game so that's one part of it so, but, uh, but like, for our listeners competitive meta just different than ranked yeah different yeah. than ranked yeah, exactly because yeah, yeah. in tournament mode or, or in draft mode you play with draft uh so both teams get one ban uh it's made on a voting basis, it's simultaneous, so you don't know what the other team's banning, uh, but you both launch up one ban, both of those Pokemon, neither side are allowed to pick that Pokemon, then you go back and forth choosing Pokemon to add to your team. Um, draft mode has made this game really, really exciting, yeah. and the balance that's there is really good. Like, there's two defenders that are just sort of the best defenders in the game right now, but since there's two, you can give up one and grab the other, or you could try to grab both and give up a healer on your team, instead build double tank. Like, there's a lot of really cool options. The defenders I'm in question are Trevenant and Slowbro. They are both yeah. unbelievably good right now. They are now. very good. Tree um, is so good right now. It, I love Tree. Woodhammer is, is something else. It'll pull you back from Narnia into in front of it and then yeah. slam you down. But it is a great move. But I do think the competitive game um, in tournament format and, and draft and everything is at an awesome place. And I'm really excited to see global competition. So I'm even more excited for Worlds because... First Worlds, we didn't have draft mode in the game, which was fine. We had like different regions showcasing mm-hmm. different strategies and stuff. And that that is exciting. It's just, I don't know. Once you started seeing the games and we got later on in the tournament, it's like, okay, one strategy is definitely better <laughs> than mm-hmm. these other ones. And okay, well, I guess we'll see who wins out of those in the finals. But I am, I am very excited to see, uh, to see drafts in, in tournament going forward. I mean, with, with Worlds and Unite, there was no draft mode, but there was still unique picks that like, oh, yeah, Twitch chat or YouTube chat would like lose their minds <laughs> about like, I think Sejin yeah. was playing Greedent and people would, yes, like very excited to see Sejin play Greedent. There was a there yeah. was a Cramorant player. And I remember yeah. watching that person being like, I've I've been I have 2000 matches of Cramorant. I don't I didn't know he could do that. Like he's yeah. moving so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Japan yeah, Japan brought a lot of fun things. For Cramorant, uh, Japan loves playing Aegislash bottom path. They that is like one of the things that every team there likes to play. Uh, they consider it very strong, and it is a fun, exciting Pokemon to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. Wide Guard's a cool button when used at uh, at correct time. So, the regional identities were a lot of fun. Um, we unfortunately didn't get to see a lot of the South American teams. Um, uh, visas weren't able to be requi- acquired in time for to get to London from certain countries, and so uh, I was really excited to watch some South American gameplay. We got to see Brazil, but other than that, we didn't get to see, and they were. Um, if there's ever a region that would flip objectives faster than the other, it was it was South America. They were in with Zapdos immediately. I don't know. A lot of really <laughs> exciting games from them. So I I, want, I wanted to see some gameplay. Hopefully for year two, we get to see some more. P- part of this podcast is like, wa- people want to get back into Unite or people put Unite, mm-hmm. on, Unite on the shelf. And then, you know, when you hear everything negative around Zacian and the recent changes of the map, it's like, well, is this game in a good place? But then there's like this yeah. whole other side of the game, which is like high level competitive play that when you watch it, you're like, man, this is so exciting. Why is everyone else saying that this game is broken yeah. or busted? And it's like almost 
two different games, mm-hmm. really. Well, and I, I, I wouldn't say like like the Zacian problem doesn't happen in every match. It's not like I always run into Zacian. Yeah. Um, you just know that when a Zacian appears, you are going to have to prioritize not allowing that Zacian to level. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, it becomes a kill Zacian mission more than anything else. <laughs> Um, and I think like overall, I think the game, uh, you know, the Zacian thing hit and it, everybody who's played the game for a long time is still feeling it. Right. We're like, this thing is, is broken and we know it needs to be fixed. But I think if you get into the game and start playing ranked matches, like you're going to get pretty far before you run into comp- competent Zacian players. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of people who just don't know how to play it. And at that point, it's like any other character that somebody doesn't know how to play. It's just not like they think, oh, this is my win condition, but they don't know how to use it appropriately. What I'm hearing is you play Urshifu. You hit the wicked blow. You can play You can play one version of Urshifu. <laughs> I, did play, I did get a rental for Urshifu out of the current thing, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's just not my play style. Yeah. Um, like, I find um, Cinderace so incredibly easy to play, and I'm like, I find Cinderace kind of boring, so mm. I don't play it it's it was interesting it's also kind of like one button pyro ball and then just kick 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 on the screen kick 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 yeah that's true a lot of a buttons uh and i think it's like i think you can have a ton of fun depending on what you want to get out of unite i think it is a great game i think overall it is in a very good place i think yeah that those of us who come those of us who complain about the Brokers are people who are playing at the top or near the top level. Like I've hit masters every season. Um, masters is tough to get to depending on the season and depending how you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like last season, it felt really balanced this season. It felt like I will never get there. And then you get there and you're like, hooray. Now I don't have to necessarily pay ranked again for a while because I need a break. <laughs> but I think if you are playing any of the other modes, you're going to have a lot of fun. Like, Boss Rush, for as weird as it is, can be tremendous amounts of fun. Just don't do extreme unless you have a group of people with you. <laughs> like, you can't do extreme with randoms. You just can't. But casual intermediate, totally fun. Um, catch em mode, totally fun. Mm-hmm. Quick battles, they're five minutes. They're fun. They're fast. You can try a bunch of different things out. Emblems make almost no difference there because you go through that game so fast. There's a lot of fun to be had in the game without touching the complex nature of it. And I think that's one of the things that the community around Unite and around a lot of MOBAs suffer from is that you only hear from people who play ranked, ranked. who are pushing for ranked, who are really trying to play a very competitive game. Mm-hmm. And that is just the way it is for a lot of games. Like a lot of people might think I never want to do BGCs because I hear of the stresses of top VGC players where it's like you don't have to strive for that level. You can just do it and have fun. And if you want to strive, you can. And there are now what there's 50 Pokemon now in Unite. Yeah. Gudra was the 50th. And then we have Lapras, which I've watched and I don't get it. I don't understand. It's the awesome. goofiest, it's the goofiest thing, and it makes me laugh. Get Umbreon bus. is coming and Chandelure is coming. And then at some point it is rumored that we'll be getting at least two more Eevee evolutions. So you can have an all Eevee team, five mm-hmm. players all playing different Eevee. Okay. Side note though, like if there's if there's a group of Pokemon that brings players back, it's it's yeah, Eevees. <laughs> I mean, and Umbreon, especially. Umbreon, I feel especially. Like that's going to be yeah. a slam dunk on Because we are one. getting, because then we'll have Espeon, Sylveon, Glaceon. Umbreon, and Glaceon. Glaceon. Mm. And then the rumor, the rumor is Leafeon is next. Yeah. And then they're saving Jolteon for some special day because that's that's going to be like madness. We'll get those seven players who love Jolteon yeah. to play. The Jolteon, Jolteon and Flare are just going to be wild Pokemon. Let's face it. That's just going to be farm on the new map. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. So for a while there, it felt like they were just putting out Pokemon that had a mix and match of already existing moves. Mm-hmm. And that was the way it was for a while. And since Zoroark and Sableye, they have been starting to carefully introduce new mechanics that play slightly different 
Um, and I think that's been very exciting. Gudra has been very exciting. Um, I think Urshifu. I get, I think well when Sizer came up it was like you have split evolutions that was like what yeah uh-huh. what what do you mean yeah um so I think those things have been very exciting additions to 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 play with in the game I think there's also a point where um I mean I'm I'm sure pro players or high level players know this and maybe if somebody's listening and thinking about it and I could be wrong. So you two can correct me, but I think there's, there's a point where a Pokemon you play auto wins against other Pokemon, but then auto loses to other Pokemon. And when I, you know, before there was 50 characters, I felt like if as a Cramorant player, if I saw Lucario, I could barely ever win that one V one. So, but if I saw, you know, a Cinderace and I was close enough, I always win that one V one. Yeah. So now that there's like 50, it feels like if you're Buzzwall, I don't know if anyone's playing Buzzwall. You probably also get some play. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Buzzwall, Buzzwall, Buzzwall's little weird leech life animation, which is creepy. It's terrifying. But everything about that Pokemon is creepy. So (laughs) they're just sort of leaning into it, I think. I, I, I think there are still matchups, you know, like for an attacker, like if you see a Decidueye, everybody knows get in close because it is going to crumple mm-hmm. if you can get in close. The thing that they changed with Decidueye is Decidueye can get out fast now. Like yep. Decidueye can flee pretty quick because they know. But like you begin to learn the things like, oh, I'm up against the Snorlax. I will wait for it to do its shield and then I will f- go behind it yeah. and then take it down. Like you begin to learn how to deal with them. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I don't think I think the balance is good enough that you'll still be like attackers can't hold up against all rounders like attackers are. More. Glass cannony for mm-hmm. by design and all rounders have better stamina to survive that, like you're going to run into that problem, but um, there are way more escape mechanisms now, like eject button is still pretty popular. Uh, the speed one, which I, I use potion all the time. took over the meta. Oh, boy. on tree, on tree, it's on pretty tree. good. Potion on Other tree than is that, really good. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, with as many choices that there are now, matches also don't feel so samey samey anymore. That is really true. Mm. Yeah, variety feels at like an all time high for the game. Yeah, it like, and we even have talked about how strong the the Zashin combo with with Konfei can be, but it's. It's not like you mentioned, it's not in every game like people right. are wanting to try something else as well. And so uh, I feel like there is a lot more variety to the game. You're not just seeing something and being like, all right, well, we just we lose this one because it, of this. So I don't know if it's unique to Masters, but it's like once people get to Masters, they're like, well, I've made it here and now I can play right now. I can play with other things. <laughs> I can do other Pokemon because I've made I it to the rank I want to be. At. I mean, that, that that is a VGC thing, too. You make it to Master Rank and you're yeah, like, I yeah. cannot drop below. I can, I'm stuck. I'm in Master Rank now. So <laughs> what, what what my number doesn't matter anymore. Like, yeah. I, right. I just wanted the rewards. I'll, I'll play Knocked Owl <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's. It's interesting, like, with so many Pokemon now, like, you will see when the new things drop. Like, I do, I run into Gudra a lot currently because it's the new one. And they actually have, (laughs) they have a reward system that says, if you've played the current Pokemon that was just released, you get an extra draw of our prizes. So please play Gudra. Um, And so people are. But I, I think... The more Pokemon that are added, the the less you feel like I'm always going to run into my nemesis in this matchup. Yeah, that's true. I think there's still some Pokemon that are hard to play in a ranked environment when you it's not draft, so you have no idea what the enemy's picking. Um, Tyranitar is a is like an mm-hmm. option like that. That Pokemon is amazing into some team compositions and then just folds to some others. So that's a that's a tough one. But yeah, um, I mean, Tyranitar, I think for the most people, part, you'll find some good options. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Tyranitar is when everybody sees it, it's like starved Tyranitar because if mm-hmm. you can prevent it from getting to become Titar, it's it is next to impossible to play. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, just starve Titar. Do not let Titar level. Track it down and <laughs> steal everything from it because it can't hold its own 
until it becomes Titar, and then it becomes a menace. It's also yeah. the Gardevoir problem. It's like Starve Gardevoir. Yeah. One of the easiest Pokemon to invade the central is when Gardevoir is when is Gardevoir's hanging out there. But yeah. Okay. So not to go too long, but uh I think we can end on this note is what is the one Pokemon you wanted to be added to the game? And then uh one like the this can be a set two so two Pokemon. One Pokemon you want to be added, and then what Gen 9 Pokemon do you want to be added? Because like they're they have to make a big deal about like adding a Gen 9 Pokemon. They haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we know mine, my all-rounder. I want to play my Rosalia and I want to play it forever and never level it and be like, I'm just gonna hang out as a rose in the middle and don't You think it would be an all-rounder, not a healer Rosalia? No, I'm just saying. I would just never evolve to a rose race. I'd be okay. like, I'm just staying as Rosalia. Just going to be rolling right here. I'm not helping. Not attacker? You'd want it to be all around her? No, I would. I don't care what it would be. Oh, I okay. would imagine it'd be support or yeah. it could be speed. Because oh, speed should be fun. Because rose raid in the games is pretty fast. Mm. Um, obviously, I either want Tinkaton or Bexcalibur from Jed 9. They, it, Baxcalibur seems like an easy thing since they love pseudo dragons and unite. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of like very apparent now. <laughs> they do love those pseudo dragons. I'm surprised we haven't gotten like Salamance yet. Oh, there's no way he's not coming, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or Metagross. It, it, like, that's actually a shocker to me is no Metagross. Yeah. It's, yeah, like the professor has a Metagross in the game, but like in the game of Unite, like the whatever yeah. island's professor, that's their Pokemon, but we still don't have Metagross, which feels strange, but. Um, my pick for Pokemon, I want a, uh, I want Dusknorm as a defender. That's one Ooh. thing I've always pitched. Um, Sableye has this mechanic. It's the first one I want to have it in the game. It's a mechanic called Fear, but basically the opposite of something like Q-Charm. Like you drop an area of effect and Pokemon have to move away from it. I think Dusknorm yeah. would be a very cool fear-based defender. I mean, scary face and, and things like that. Uh, Gen 9, I think, I think Armoru Seraledge dual evolution from Charcadet would be. Would be oh, awesome. that, that would be, be cool. cool. Do you like Bitter that Blade Armor cute. Cannon and you choose one of those options yeah. and that chooses what it evolves into, I think would be, I think would be amazing. I think that Pokemon would be so fun to play. Attacker or Speedster would kind of be the two options you could go into. Whereas <laughs> yeah. like Scizor is like uh, all arounder or Speedster. So I think it'd be fun. Um, I would like to see Draco Vish. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I think he's incredibly funny. I think he takes advantage of like you know current surf mechanics. Um, so that would be like the 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 standard thing. Like f- f- I'm I'm assuming Fisher's Rend would be very similar to how like a surf would work. Mm. Um, but obviously some sort of new twist. I can see Dracovish as a speedster. You ever watch the anime? Mm-hmm. That dude is zooming. Yeah, that, that dude runs. <laughs> he is running in the anime. Um, for Gen 9, I, I think for me, it's Golden Go. Yeah. Like, and I feel like they would probably make a big deal about that. Um, but they gave the mechanic to Zacian already. I feel like that was just written for Golden Go. Like, use your Aos energy to do big attacks. <laughs> and then they gave it to Zacian yeah, instead yeah. of Golden Go having it. Which Make is it crazy. rain would be very, very yeah. perfect for that. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Golden Go would have something where when Golden Go knocks it out, more Aos gems drop. So it would be like, uh-huh. oh, don't let, like... Oh, he's weak. Golden Go should be the one that knocks this out. Not, but that would be like really hard to coordinate. Yeah, that would be like a Golden Snitch style <laughs> on the battlefield. All right, I like it. Cool. Thanks for making it to the end. Uh, Zoinks, where you you do your own podcast, you commentate, you you do yep. a bunch of stuff. Where can our listeners find you? You follow all my stuff at Zoinkscast on Twitter, but everything Unite content and tournament commentary related is on our YouTube channel that Dupesnex and I do called Unite Mics. So go check out Unite Mics. We do tournaments. We do our podcast called Overdunk there. Uh, It's just focused on the competitive community of Unite. But yeah, go check it out. Awesome. You know where to find Greg and I. Uh, We will be back next time. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super effective. ZD. I don't know if I was also supposed to say yeah, I mean, you can. You can. <laughs> Super effective. <laughs>
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.